0: Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. Considering that this is Holy Week, I thought I would offer something a little different than our usual weekly podcast. And so we're going to invite you into a time of meditation and contemplation as we provide you with a holy Saturday service. So in preparation, I would ask that you find a comfy place, a place free from distraction and noise and chaos, to sit and to hear the words of scripture and to enter into a time of prayer with me. When you are ready, please continue this video. Let us pray. O God, creator of heaven and earth, the crucified body of your dear son was laid in the tomb and rested on this holy Sabbath, so we may await with him the coming of the third day and rise with him to newness of life. Amen. Let us begin our time together with a reading from the book of Job. Chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. Mortals, born of woman, are a few days and full of trouble. They spring up like flowers and wither away, like fleeting shadows they do not endure. Do you fix your eye on them? Will you bring them before you for judgment? Who can bring what is pure from the impure? No one. A person's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. So look away from him and let him alone, till he has put in his time like a hired laborer. At least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again, and its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground, and its stump die in the soil. Yet at the scent of water, it will bud and put forth shoots like a plant. But a man dies and is laid low. He breathes his last and is no more. As the water of a lake dries up or a riverbed becomes parched and dry, so he lies down and does not rise till the heavens are no more. People will not awake or be roused from their sleep. If only you would hide me in the grave and conceal me till your anger has passed. If only you would set me a time and then remember me. If someone dies, will they live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait for my renewal to come. Let us hear the words now from Psalm 31, verses 1 through 4. 15 and 16. In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Turn your ear to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. Since you are my rock and my fortress, for the sake of your name, lead and guide me. Keep me free from the trap that is set for me, for you are my refuge. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. Let your face shine on your servant and save me in your unfailing love. And from the New Testament, we hear from First Peter, chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. As a result, they do not live the rest of their earthly lives for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. They are surprised that you do not join them in their reckless, wild living, and they heap abuse on you. But they will have to give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is the reason the gospel was preached, even to those who are now dead so that they might be judged according to human standards in regard to the body, but live according to God in regard to the spirit. The end of all things is near. Therefore be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray and above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Let us pray together. Let us pray for the church and the world. Hear our silent prayers, O oh God. For the leaders of, and mission of your church in every place, for all that lives and moves upon the earth and all that sustains our lives. For every leader and all who work for justice, freedom and peace. For all who labor and the fruits of their work. For the sick, for prisoners and the lonely and all who remember and care for them. For all who are born this day and all who will die. All this we lift to you as well as those prayers that we add in our hearts and in our minds now. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Today on this holy Saturday, it is our job to wait. And waiting can be so difficult, especially as we wait in our grief, as we wait wondering what tomorrow could possibly bring. It's so easy to want to skip ahead to what The good part is to skip ahead to celebrations, to skip ahead to the new life. But we are called to wait. That original time, the disciples did not know what was coming. This day was unbearable. And as we walk with them in this journey and in this story, Let us not gloss over the anguish and the grief and the pain that they felt. Because if we do that, we rob ourselves of the joy we feel in the morning. I liken it a bit to uh, when many of you know that my mother has been sick off and on these last 10 years with an autoimmune disease. And for many of you, you have maybe met my mother, maybe not, or just have known of her struggles. And this past, uh, not too long ago, she got to go out to the Black Hills for the first time in years. That was something that they would do at least twice a year. She has a sister who lives out there. And so for her to get to go was a really big deal and a really big celebration, for those of you who only know my mother or know of her, you can be happy and you can celebrate that joy for her. But in only knowing it in a passing way or knowing of it and not sitting with it, not sitting in the journey with her, not in the hospital rooms and the emergency rooms with her and, and walking with her in the struggle to heal and to eat and to sleep and to feel better. Without knowing the struggle, it's hard to embrace the joy. The joy that we felt as she got to go was different for those of us who walked in that journey with her. The same is true this Holy Week. If we skip over journeying in the hard part, we rob ourselves of the joy that comes in the morning the joy of the resurrection. So I invite you today in the midst of your preparations for whatever you are doing tomorrow to celebrate as you should, to take time, to pause, to meditate and reflect on what it must have been like for those disciples to wait and wonder. What comes next? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace, even when you must wait. Amen. I invite you back tomorrow at 10 a.m. to worship with us here as we celebrate the good news. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Going On, a podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. We'd love to have you join us for worship on Wednesday nights at 6.15 or Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. You can also worship with us online at firstumcyankton.org or find us on YouTube.